Welcome to Functional Medicine Unfiltered Podcast with Dr. Megan Stenga. Join us as we deep dive into the most important health issues of our time. We'll discuss what's really at the root of chronic illness and answer the questions, why can't you get better? What's really wrong with you? And why can no one figure it out? Join Dr. Stanga as she shares the secrets of how she's helping her patients heal chronic illness and get their lives back. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me for episode 11 of the Functional Medicine Unfiltered podcast. I am really excited to have a patient joining me today. Her name is Andy. She is going to share her experience working with me in the immune therapy. One of the biggest reasons that I decided to start recording this podcast is because I really want to shed light on what chronic illness looks like. I want to shed light on the major root causes behind it. And specifically Lyme, as in Lyme disease. I never actually call it Lyme disease because it's not a disease. But there are so many misconceptions about what Lyme is, what it looks like. We think it's rare. We think it's only tick-borne. We think you have to be literally just on death's door before you, you could possibly even consider the diagnosis of Lyme. And that is not the case at all. And in fact, every person that I've brought on my podcast was a Lyme patient and their symptoms were rooted in Lyme and they had no idea and their doctors had no idea because Lyme can look a lot of different ways. And so I'm really excited to have just another example of what that looks like, sharing her journey, her symptoms, what she came in feeling like, what she feels like now. And so... Hi, Andy. (laughs) Hello. So I want you to just say hi to everybody. Tell them just a little bit about who you are, what your daily life looks like, the responsibilities that you have. And then we're going to jump right into how you were introduced to me because I know you had a friend that introduced you. And so you can just kind of start sharing how you initially heard about me. So my name is Andy Gonzalez. I'm a mom of four kids two adult kids now, but when this whole journey started, I had four little ones. I am a busy career woman, and I'm a wife and a sister, friend, daughter, all the things. I didn't have time to be experiencing the things that I was experiencing. So I remember starting to complain about these symptoms right after my last son was born. He is now nine and a half. So that was about, I guess, about nine years ago that I started complaining about it. So, you know, right away, you know, she just told us what her triggering event was. And that was one of the things that stood out to me as well, that she was pretty clear. And I don't think, and we talked about this, Andy, I don't think she had totally connected the dots that the pregnancy was her triggering event, but she did know for sure that she started feeling just really terrible after her last pregnancy. Tell us what exactly were your symptoms? Like what, what were you feeling? What were you struggling with? So my initial complaint when I went to start to go see the doctor was fatigue. I was tired all the time. And the obvious answer to maybe your audience and even to the doctor was, well, you're a mom of four and you're, you work. And so of course you're tired. But I just remember thinking to myself, this just doesn't, it feels like another level of fatigue that I had never experienced before. And it was much more than I didn't get enough sleep because I have a newborn. It was just, it was just this constant fog that I had. And she ended up putting me on an antidepressant. And she said, this will help you. You're 
very stressed, you have a very busy lifestyle, of course, this is the solution. So we started there. That wasn't the solution. It actually made me feel more tired. (laughs) I really gave it a try. My background is in mental health. And so I wasn't opposed to really just about anything when it comes to addressing mental health issues. But I definitely felt like this was something more physical. Now, keep in mind that with the physical after years of this, it does lead to more mental health issues. And so by the time I came to see you, Dr. Stenga, I I was feeling depressed. And I had always had a level of anxiety inside of me, but the depression was unique. That was something that I had never experienced before. And I, I felt like it was something that was related to my extreme fatigue. I have to say, I mean, that's going to be the top thing that people come to see me for is a chronic fatigue. And sometimes people doubt themselves. Sometimes they're like, I don't know, is this all in my head? But at some point you reach a critical place where you're like, you know what? I feel tired after brushing my teeth. You know, I feel tired after doing the laundry. I feel like that's all I can do today. And then something like dawns on you, you're like, you know, that's not normal. You know, this is beyond just like, oh, I've got some kids, you know, and I'm a mom. And so that is one thing that repeatedly I hear from people is they kind of start to question, is this even a problem? But then you reach a point where you're like, I can't, it's a problem, right? So, what were some of the other symptoms that you had? What were some of the the things that you did? The fatigue was just something that I, I realized was distracting me from a lot of other issues. I had other issues like pain and aches in my joints. I ended up developing plantar fasciitis out of nowhere. This was, so I thought it was out of nowhere. This was probably about four years ago. Over that time, I also noticed right after I had my child. And and I don't know if I ever ever shared this with you, but I had my gallbladder removed too. And then when I started my cycle shortly after that, I just remember getting so sick. I was at work and and just getting so sick. I actually was, was like very, very sick. I had to leave work. And ever since my menstrual cycles were always very, very hard, extra heavy bleeding, extra cramping, daily headaches, And that was a good seven days a month that I had to deal with that. And then I also noticed that I had random, bumpy, itchy skin. So I did different things to just address different issues as they would pop up. And just part of the fatigue stuff was also like red burning eyes. Like I just always felt like I couldn't keep my eyes open through the day. And then the brain fog, I didn't even know what that word was until I met you, I think, but I just couldn't think straight. I couldn't focus. I couldn't remember things. And and I was, I mean, I've always been a business career woman. I had a lot of responsibilities, not just at home with my kids, but also at work. Again, I did not have time to be forgetting all of the, the details of very, very important things that I had to do. Some of the other things that I did to address some of the other stuff over the years, I saw a couple other doctors And sleep apnea was one diagnosis that I was also given. That was probably about four or five years ago. I was told that I needed to lose weight and that would cure everything. But I knew that I needed to lose weight. I was gaining weight. But it's like when you're that tired and life is hard, it's more than just a little excuse, dismissive excuse. You physically, it's very, very difficult for you to do anything, much less exercise. And so... I was desperately searching to find the motivation to even do all of those things. 
And I've always loved to exercise. That's like always been something that I enjoyed and I found therapeutic for myself. I couldn't find myself doing that though. Something else that I had tried, my thyroid was attacked at some point also. And so another doctor about three years ago diagnosed me with hypothyroid. So I thought, okay, this is it. This is before you, Dr. guys. This is it. She's got the answer. She's going to help me. She put me on medication. She put me on, over time, she put me on two medications. It just kept going up higher, higher, higher. I never felt any relief. And she basically just told me, like, we're just kind of chasing your thyroid. And then eventually, it's just going to go kaput. Like, I remember her using those words and just thinking to myself, okay, so this is like my prognosis. I'm doing my best, but it's not doing anything. And it's going to I have to just let it go. Regarding my skin and my itchiness, I tried to take out all the toxins in my home. I really researched and educated myself on toxic items in my home, and which I think that that, I still don't look back and I think that that was a good thing. And that did help my skin sensitivities, but it didn't relieve it completely. And I didn't realize that that was a part of what you were treating me for as well. So that was another treatment. And then vitamins. I tried every vitamin under the sun. There was vitamin C, D, fish oil, omega, iron, ashwagandha root, doTERRA vitamins, turmeric, methyl, B12, and folate. I tried everything, and I just could not feel better. The fatigue never went away. Yeah, and so as you share that story and you see those symptoms, of course, to me, you know, what sticks out are instantly when somebody is complaining of chronic fatigue. You know, what one of the top things I see connected to that are chronic viral infections like Epstein-Barr and like cytomegalovirus. I mean, these are the pathogens that cause mono in its acute form. And so if they're dormant in your body and they are reactivated like like with a pregnancy, then you become chronically fatigued. And right now in functional medicine, I, f- I feel like a term that everybody uses is adrenal fatigue. And so that's why everybody's taking the ashwagandha and everything. But what people don't realize is that that's still a symptom of something deeper. Like if your adrenals are fatigued, what's fatiguing them? And then let's address that. And so what's fatiguing them are chronic infections. And so everything that you listed, the supplements you're taking, they're great supplements. You know, I don't have any issues with any of them, but none of them are truly actually addressing what was really at the root of your symptoms. And that's why you weren't feeling better. And so, you know, and again, I will say with the plantar fasciitis, that is a classic Bartonella symptom, which is a Lyme co-infection. I knew instantly that that was going to be a big thing for you. Menstrual cycle issues. People do not realize Lyme is a common root cause of menstrual issues. And you had other aches and pains, right? Muscle pains, joint pains, ankles, knees, wrists. And these are things that most people think, oh, it's just because I need to lose weight. Oh, it's just because I'm old. And that's not really the case, right? These are just the the things that we hear at our conventional doctor. And so we start thinking that, you know, that's really it. So as you were going through this, you're struggling through this, you're trying things. At some point, you started hearing from a friend that there could be maybe a different path, a different way. I met a friend. Her name is Christy. I'm, I'm so grateful for her. She is the one who first told me about you. I want to say about two or three years ago. And and again, if you kind of put the timeline together at that point, I was still already, I thought I was seeing doctors that were going to help me. So I feel like I was just trying to exhaust all of the things before I committed to you. I knew that it would be financially tougher. And 
I felt like ev- with every doctor, I was getting a tad closer to my solutions. And so I think that's what my initial resistance was. It's like, okay, let me just finish trying this first and I'll see. And what Christy had told me about what you shared was so different than what I had been told by the the other doctors that you're just kind of trained. You just listen to the doctor and that's what what the answer is. And because I heard from my doctors myself, I was the first person to hear that. That's what I followed. I believed what my doctor is saying is the truth. Christy did a great job explaining. She's educated herself, but I also noticed that she was she was still struggling herself. And so I, as I watched her over the years, we were still friends. I did notice that she was pulling out of the things that she had always complained about. And so I noticed a change. I noticed it she, just in her, you know, her everything. It just seemed like she was just improving. And she would tell me through her course of treatment. And, and I didn't realize it was such a long process, but it's also not a long process. If you look at how many years you suffer, it's a short process and in comparison. But I noticed the changes in her. I noticed the positive changes. And so during the pandemic was when I finally just said, you know what? Nothing is changing. Nothing is improving. My husband and I talked about it. This was the one thing that I knew, okay, this is the one thing I haven't tried yet. I'm tired of feeling this way. And so we made the appointment. I called Dr. Stanga's office, talked to Mark. And then once I talked to Mark, he was extremely thorough. He spent a good amount of time on the phone with me. I had my pen and paper ready and I filled up like several pieces of paper just with all the information that he shared. I thought that was so unique too. Most doctor's offices don't do anything like that on the phone. And I didn't feel like he was trying to hook me in a sales pitchy kind of a way. It felt like he was having a conversation with a friend and I was that friend and I was just like, wow, you know, somebody actually is not being dismissive in any way with the things that I'm sharing. And I don't think any doctor ever intentionally dismissed me. I just felt like now that I look back on it, I just realized that they probably didn't know either what to do or how to help me. And with Dr. Stenga and Mark, they were the first ones who told me root causes, root causes, root causes. And with my background in mental health, I know that root causes, you can't have any improvement if you don't address root causes. Which totally makes sense. You know, we were just having a conversation about your background, right? With with parenting and brain development and, and trauma and how these things can affect you on a deep level, your mental health. And absolutely, it's it's all about root causes. And that same thing goes for your physical health. But I think that you made a really great and honest point about one of the things that held you back was the fact that the functional medicine treatment, it's not covered by insurance. It is an out-of-pocket investment. And so you want to be sure. And so I know for you that that, that is a really, because I am I know that that's something that many people relate to. And so it's good to see on the other side, and we'll ask you later, like, did you think the investment was worth it? So we then meet, right? And we're talking about your things and your your symptoms. And I always go through with people, you know, my thoughts on what I see as their root causes. And that's when I explain how the immune system works and chronic infections. And oftentimes, Lyme is at the root of symptoms. And so then we talked about Lyme. And, and so just curious what your thoughts were, right? When I started telling you, I think you have Lyme and all these things. I thought you were crazy. Yeah. <laughs> To be quite honest, it, it that was never something that was ever brought to my attention. I listen to podcasts. I read books. I try to educate myself on on different things and root causes. And I just, 
that for some reason never popped up. And so when you said that, I thought you were wrong, Mm -hmm. honestly. And it was something that I did not think could be possible. Everything that I had known about Lyme, which was not much, but you're just, you're taught it's, you know, it's from a tick bite and you'll know if you have it and you're diagnosed. And I had gone through so many, you know, different treatments, the blood work that I had undergone over the last, you know, nine, 10 years that I've been searching for an answer. Why would something like that not pop up? So I did not believe you, honestly, but I was still hopeful. I I, I didn't think you were crazy enough that I didn't think you could help me, (laughs) obviously, because I came back. But I just remember thinking, okay, that's probably, that part is probably off. And then even when I shared with my family and friends, you know, my family and friends looked at me like, there's no way. There's no way, especially my mom, you know, my mom and dad, and they were just like very skeptical. Like we would have known if you had Lyme or we would have known if you were dealing with any of these things. So it's truly a hidden disease or whatever it is that it's actually called infection, I guess. It's truly hidden. And I mean, now I can't not see it with all of my friends and anybody that I follow on social media or anything when they're complaining about the things that I've complained about. I just want to yell it from the rooftops and say, you might have Lyme. You need to go see Dr. Stinga because it's just, man, I just feel like if, if these answers are there, I love that you've developed this podcast because this is what this is about, getting the answers out there to people who truly want to be helped. Yes. yes. <laughs> so in our conversation, when I was saying, okay, Lyme, you know, I'm thinking Lyme, but then it was really the test results when we're like, okay, here it is. So then wh- what were your thoughts on the test results? And then when we started talking about the treatment involved, did you have any thoughts with that when that all came back? I couldn't believe it. Again, I was blown away and I just got chills even when you mentioned the test results because I just, I couldn't believe how high the markers were with with so many things. And you really simplify things for people like me who just don't read medical paperwork and and understand it. it. It really was very clear that something was very wrong in several different areas based on the paperwork. And I was shocked, but I also felt relieved. I felt like, wow, like I'm not the crazy one here. Like this is really truly something that's happening crazy in my body. And all of these complaints that I've had for so many years, there's actually a true answer for them. And she's confident that she can help me. So, I mean, this was the first time, honestly, I've seen a couple of doctors, like I said, and all but one of them had great bedside manner. And and sometimes it's so much more than that. It's more than even just feeling heard. It's about really addressing the truth of what's wrong and fixing that, not just putting Band-Aids on the symptoms. So for you, we ended up treating six different major infections, with two of them being Lyme-related, two of them being the mono-reactivation-related. Reactivated streptococcus was actually a really big one for you as well. So it wasn't like, oh, we found one or two. It was like, we found six major ones. So then, you know, we start going through the therapy, which is super important to talk about because just human nature, we want 
the process to be linear. We just want to start feeling better. And that's like normal, right? We just want to start feeling better. But I do try to prepare people as best as I can that that is not what this journey will look like, that it will be good days and bad days, good weeks and bad weeks, you know, ups and downs. And the reason for that is because we we really are doing the hard work of truly addressing the root cause. And when you think about just life in general, when you're really getting to the root of something, it's not always an easy journey. And so with the therapy, it's taking the pathogens and training your immune system through this immune therapy to live in harmony with them. And so it can be very up and down. So what were your thoughts? I know you started off actually in your first round of therapy, you were kind of feeling better. I think you were probably like, okay, man, all right, I'm feeling better. And I was like, okay, hold on. <laughs> Don't get used to this because we still, we've got round two coming up and, and that might be a doozy, right? It was. And it was. Yeah. So tell us about that. So one of the things that I loved about Dr. Sanga too is she invited family members or my husband or whoever was my support. I, I had him come to one and I had my mom come to one. And she really told us and reassured us, I'm going to hold your hand through this. It's going to be okay. And I just, I, again, you don't really know until you're going through it. Like, okay, how bad can it really be? And 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 really, it's it's interesting because I was like an onion and like the layers were just being peeled off one by one. And I didn't even realize how many issues there really truly were. I didn't even mention when you asked me about my initial symptoms, my stomach issues. And it's because, again, some of these things we as women and, and probably men too, but we just kind of dismiss as like, oh, well, this is just how it's always been. Like my my stomach is sensitive to certain foods or I can't eat at a certain time or I can't eat these foods or whatever. And I did have quite a few layers of issues that I just dismissed because my fatigue was just such a distractor from all of that. So through the treatment, I got to experience each one layer by layer. I felt like I was being picked apart, like layer by layer. And it was just, oh, what are we going to get this week? What are we going to get tomorrow? <laughs> this is interesting. What else am I dealing with here? But you prepared me when we talked, you talked me through all of it and you didn't just leave me with the treatment to you would check on me. And when I would have these discussions with you, you would reassure me like, that's actually a good thing, Andy, that you're struggling right now. <laughs> that means that you on the other side of this, there's going to be better. And the, the harder the struggle is, it's like the flip side of that is, is so much better. So yes, like you said, the first box, I was like, oh, that wasn't that bad. I, I think I can deal with this. And honestly, some of the days felt so good. It instilled hope in me so much that, okay, if this is how it's going to be on the other side, like I can, I can do this. I can do anything until I got to box two. That really threw me for a loop. Um, but again, I, nothing was a huge surprise. You don't know physically what you're going to experience until you go through it. So even though we talked about it physically, it was harder and I did need a little extra support, even if it was just an extra talk here and there, just to reassure me that I was doing the right thing and everything was going to be okay. But, you know, you go through this and everybody around you, you're a part of a system. And I think I think I remember telling you, too, at some point on the on the phone, like if I could just be sent away to an island and I could do this treatment by myself for this amount of time, I'd be fine. But the fact that my kids have to see me like this, the fact that my husband has to see me like this, the fact that I have to cancel events or cancel going to events that I normally would have just grinned and bared it. Even if I didn't want to be there, I pushed through it. There were some things that I just had to excuse myself from. And that was painful for me. I'm a people pleaser by nature. And I just don't 
want to let my family members down in that way. And so there were times that I had to just do that and just say, you know what, guys, I'm taking care of myself and I'm staying home. And that was the best decision for me through the treatment for the hardest days. I also processed through it with my kids. They're old enough to understand. I had to just talk them through it and say, guys, mommy looks rough right now. (laughs) She's um, struggling, but it's going to be okay. And the more I'm struggling, actually, the better the treatment is going to be in the long run. And that was hard for them to really fully understand. But I think they just me talking them through it was helpful also because they understood, okay, she's going to get better. She's going to get better. And sure enough, they see me. And that really is a perfect description because it really is true through the treatment that if we're taking certain doses of a pathogen and and you take it and it triggers your symptoms in a big way, then the only way that that's possible is because that pathogen is what's causing that symptom, which means that you, that symptom is going to be better at the end of this. And so it is always a positive thing to me to see people reacting that way in that big sort of a way, because I know what's on the other side. And that's really actually kind of funny because you mentioned that recently your husband gifted you a Peloton, which we'll talk about. And I'm kind of like, I had an epiphany the other day. It's like, I'm kind of like a Peloton coach for, for these people. (laughs) It's like, I'm like, like holding your hand, telling you, you can do it because I've seen it. I do this all the time. I know what's on the other end, even when it's hard for you right now. So then you made it through. And so what would you say about life today? Okay, I'm going to do this part without... I'm going to try not to cry, but I can't guarantee that. I cried when I first came in and saw you. And it was tears of sadness. But also, I felt like I was heard for the first time and understood for the first time and seen for the first time. But I just remember walking out and I had to go to work and I just sat in my car and just cried and cried. And I did a little video too because I just wanted to make sure that I was journaling my journey, I didn't want to forget where I came from. When you're in it, you feel like, oh, I'll never forget this. But when you're on the other side, it's easy to forget. And it's just like, okay, I get to move on with life now. This is awesome. But I wanted to remember the hardest parts because it was really hard at the lowest and hardest parts. So when I first came, I cried tears of sadness, but also I was hopeful. Now today I'm crying tears of joy (laughs) because I feel like I have another chance at life. At 43 years old, which is pretty amazing, many women unfortunately feel like at 43, it's like, okay, it's just downhill or uphill from here or, you know, it's not a good journey. I've hit my peak. And right now it's crazy because I actually feel like I have another chance to have another peak at life. You know, like you said, my husband gifted me a Peloton and it's not something, you know, we don't have (laughs) a ton of money and this is not something that was easy for us. I didn't share that part, but I picked up a couple extra side hustles and my husband did too to fund this. But that's how important we felt like it was, which is kind of ironic because when I'm going through the treatment, like extra work is like (laughs) just seems like the opposite. But I just knew I've always been a fighter. I've always been somebody who knows that, you know what, whatever it is that I'm faced with, if this is something that's going to be worth it in the end, I'm going to do what I have to do. And thankfully, my husband was so supportive in doing that too. And so all of our extra money went to support this. And I'm a Christian. I believe that God made a way for it also. I looked at it and thought it was something that was totally probably impossible at some point. And it is possible to do it. I hope that anybody listening to this, just you don't look at that as an obstacle. It is an obstacle, but it's worth it because in the long run, we invest so much money in our treatment anyway. 
we invest so much money in trying to fix ourselves. And if you if you funnel your money into something that's worth it in the long run, you actually save. So that's why my husband bought me the Peloton. He knew that number one, I had the energy to use it. He wrote me a beautiful letter on Christmas that just said, I've seen you improve in all these ways. And I was emotional reading it because I just remember thinking to myself, husbands sometimes don't vocalize all of the things that they see in their wife and they're not the best with words of affirmation. But he he wrote down and said, he brought to life everything that he saw come to life in me that I thought was dead. <laughs> and so he told me that day, this, this is something for your new journey to improve. And he said, I plan to use it also <laughs> so that I can also better myself for you because you're doing it for us. I feel so good now. I'm on that Peloton five to seven days a week. And not because I feel like I have to, but also I'm actually enjoying it again. And I have the energy to do all of the things that I need to do every day. I'm working and enjoying going to work. I'm coming home and cooking dinner every day and working with my kids and doing engaging quality time with them. And I'm, you know, seeking out friendships more and just different things that have been put on the back burner for so long. I feel like now it's like, okay, it's time. And, you know, my family members are starting to notice that I'm still kind of early in my completion of the treatment. But my mom sent me a picture yesterday, actually, and I I wanted to share that with you that she sent me this picture that she had taken of me. And I usually, you know, I... I don't have candid shots taken of me just randomly and then sent to me. And and if I do, I cringe. Yesterday was the first time that I was like, who's that? <laughs> and she even said to, I can, I can see it in you, Andy. Woohoo. You know, you're looking good. And, and I just thought to myself, dang, I do look good. <laughs> and I can't remember the last picture that I saw of myself where I'm just like, wow. And it's not just about I am losing little by little, but it's about feeling better, carrying myself with more confidence, and just like a more positive and healthy outlook on everything that I need to do in life. And I have a lot of goals. I have a lot of things that I want to accomplish. And now I actually feel like I can do it. Oh my gosh. That just makes my heart so happy. (laughs) Because yeah, at the end of the day, it's not about getting rid of a symptom. It's about what that then translates to in your life, right? And I love that you didn't go down a list saying, oh, my headaches are gone. You just told us what your life looks like now. And I know like for me, right, when I went through this therapy, that's what I noticed in myself. Like I'm I'm a better mom now. Like I'm, I want to cook dinner. I'm, I'm, get, I'm exercising because I want to. Whereas normally I'm a super introvert. Now I'm reaching out. I feel like I have the mental energy and capacity to, do something with a friend. It's like living life and enjoying life. And so often people say like they feel the veil is lifted off of them, right? That it's like this haze is gone and you get to experience the joy in life again. And just makes my heart so happy to hear what you just shared with us. Does make me feel like I need to step up my Peloton game though. (laughs) You're doing five to seven. I'm like three to five. So yeah, that is amazing. And and I know you shared with me too the goals that you have a little bit more specifically and you have amazing goals. So I'm so happy that you're going to feel like doing them because people need to hear what you have to say. And so thank you so much for taking the time to share your journey with us. I know that, that this is going to connect with people and relate to them. And so thank you, Andy. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Functional Medicine Unfiltered Podcast. Please leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform so we can continue helping you thrive. For information on how Dr. Stanga can help you with your own health issues, please visit us at www.drstanga.com to learn more.